Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If your blood runs orange and blue, orange and blue, 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 blue. this, this is the pod for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. And let's talk about it. The Knicks will be traveling to the nation's capital on Friday to face the Washington Wizards for the first time this season. The Wizards had a dramatic win over the Bulls Wednesday night thanks to a late Kyle Kuzma three who was having a strong season. They won that game without Bradley Beal, who's being reevaluated for a hamstring injury this week. Chris Asporzingis, who we are all very familiar with as Knicks fans, he sat out that game with a rib contusion, so he did not play in that game. We'll see how he is uh, coming up for this game. Also, um, uh, Daniel Gafford didn't play that game, as as Tommy mentioned. They, they're missing some depth, especially in the front court there. So we talk about this Friday matchup. What are you looking forward to, looking forward to watching uh, from this first game between the Wizards and Knicks this season? Yeah, that's the, that's the first thing to talk about is injuries. Bradley Beal was diagnosed with a hamstring strain last Thursday. Team announced that they would reevaluate him in one week. Um, we didn't hear anything yesterday. We'll hear something today. I would be surprised if they brought him back, but again, he hasn't been ruled out, so that that's something we'll keep an eye on. Um, again, un, very unlikely that he plays. Kristaps Porzingis did not play Wednesday night due to sore ribs. Um, ribs uh, the Wizards were also missing Daniel Gafford, right ankle sprain, and Vernon Carey, um, a right quad contusion, which meant our old buddy Taj Gibson started yeah. for center, started at center for the Wiz, played 20, 25 minutes, as you expect, contributed nine points, eight rebounds, he did his thing. Um, yep. But really, the, the Wizards are walking wounded right now. That being said, they surprisingly snapped the three-game losing streak and beat the Bulls on Wednesday night. Um, so again, we know by now there's no team in the NBA that, that there's no night off, especially with this Knicks squad um, and their inability to hold out the lead. So a lot of it will have to do with the injury report. Um, it sounds like both Gafford and KP were questionable heading into the game. Um, we'll see if they're a game time decision Friday night or um, what kind of injury report we see later this uh, later Thursday into Friday morning. Um, but again, if the, if the wizards are playing without KP without Beal, Without Gafford, that's obviously a very winnable game, um, a game that Knicks will be favored by, you know, I would assume, you know, excess of five points, you know, maybe closer to 10, um, somewhere in that range. Um, and then you got to look at uh, Kyle Kuzma, um, who's the, who's yep. really good. You know, he's he's going to be the guy um, was in, in, in the, the Wizards victory Wednesday night versus the Bulls um, finished with tw- 21 points. Um, you know, then you got Monte Morris, who surprisingly scored 17. Um, Benny Abia had a bad game, but he can contribute. Corey Kispert, who's also questionable with some injuries. Um, uh, he played last night, but didn't play well. So, uh, you know, outside of that, you got, uh, you know, Anthony Gill was that was actually the, the Wizards' second leading scorer at 18. Hachimura had 10 off the bench. Um, and then they played guys like Jordan Bar, uh, uh, Jordan Goodwin, um, DeLon Wright. So there's not a lot of talent there in terms of, you know, if you talk about the Knicks' first six against that, that Wizards' best six, that clearly favors the Knicks. But again, they're going to have to come out focused and something they've done on the road this season. So, uh, I, I would expect them to do just that. And, you know, obviously they're going to be exhausted coming off another game, but, uh, you know, this is a, I'm sure they want to get that taste out of Wednesday night's win slash loss out of their mouth, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they, they will. And, and 
with Washington, it's going to be important to know what happens in the front court with Gafford and Porzingis. Uh, you would think that if those guys do not play, that you can see a, maybe a big knife in Mitchell Robinson uh, attacking the glass, uh, finishing around the basket. Uh, I still continue to love his effort on the opposite lap. He's, he's just been a monster in that regard. And um, and he could have a big game in this one if, if that continues. But, you know, that matchup between Randall and Kuzma could be a, a very fascinating one. These guys were teammates in the, in the, with the Lakers, uh, so they've been kind of attached to each other for a long time regarding – that fan base and which guy they liked more and now none of neither of them are on the team i expect both of them to uh be up for this game up for this matchup so I'm excited to see those guys lock horns kuzma has been a guy that has been linked to the knicks via trade rumors i don't quite understand why uh because i don't see where he fits unless you're telling me i guess you're getting obi out of here and you're putting him uh in there uh for for obi in the, in the back in the, in the, as a six man but uh, he has been linked to the Knicks, so so that's something that I need to keep an eye on. But typically, this is a Knicks team that you would think would would handle uh, the Wizards. You know, this is not an uberly talented team, especially when they don't have Bradley Beal. Um, I don't think that he'll play in this game Friday, coming off a hamstring injury. He's he's being reevaluated this week, as Tommy said. So uh, even if he gets the clear that he can go back to basketball activities, that doesn't normally mean you go back to playing a full game. Uh, we've seen that now with you know RJ and and, and Obi Toppin just with the Knicks how how that processes of coming back from an injury. So um, good news that he's coming back to be reevaluated, but I don't think he'll play. So that's probably good news for the Knicks from that regard. Um, so 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 otherwise, this is a team that I think the Knicks should handle. And and look, like I, I really would like to see a, a non-stressful win. Like <laughs> there to me, there's no reason why they shouldn't go into DC and smack up the Wizards, given the roster they're putting out there and it's not and not disrespect to the wizards like the wizards if they had beal and Porzingis, i'd say this would be a strong you know opponent and a team that they have to look out for but without those guys i mean you know you mentioned the names monty morris uh, uh you know kuzma and kispert and and adiv adia you know rui hachimura like good decent players but they don't really have a lot of firepower so they 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 were able to beat they were able to beat the Bulls because they they played really solid defense and they kept the score at a reasonable number you know 197 which is like you know in 2023 terms that's like a uh, you know a 78 75 win in the in the 1990s like if they can keep the game there against the Knicks they'll have a shot I, I just think the Knicks should have too much firepower to 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 to, to handle uh, DC here but um but it, we talk about Porzingis. And, you know, he's kind of like an infamous figure when it comes to, like, Nick's lore, given uh, what we thought the promise was with him. Uh, he's, of course, now on his second team since leaving the Knicks. He was on Dallas. That didn't work out so well, so he got traded to the Wizards. He's actually had a pretty good season when he's played, which is always a thing with him, is when he plays, he, he tends to play pretty well. Oh, How do you square away that deal the Knicks made for Porzingis, or rather to trade Porzingis three years ago, because it was so controversial. It was, it was, uh, the Knicks became butt of jokes. It was kind of like a watershed moment for a lot of fans that, that felt like it was a clear sign that the owner and the, and the, the organization did not know what they were doing because they were getting rid, getting rid of this future star. Three years removed. How do you feel about it now? Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, the first takeaway thinking back, wow, it's been three years is you got to wait a few days, a few months, a few years before you pass judgment on a, on a trade, any trade, in any sport for that matter. And it's got to hurt, you know, Nick fans seeing Donovan Mitchell do what Donovan Mitchell is doing this season. 
Um, you know, yeah. especially with the Knicks having fourth quarter scoring woes. Hey, I, I think a guy out in Cleveland might might be able to, to fix that and to think how close they were. Um, but again, yeah. we well, let's look at it a few years from now. Let's see if the if the if the Cavs cash in and win playoff series. Um, you know, or those picks, you know, giving away those picks come back to burn them. Um, again, a, a story for another day, but it, 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 it makes sense in terms of, of the, of the Porzingis trade, because you're right. The immediate aftermath of the trade was Stephen A. Smith ranting and raving and LOL Knicks. And this, this is, they're stupid. And how could you let a player go away? Max Kellerman saying, um, he will, I think there's a good chance he'll be the best player in the NBA a few years yeah, later. Yeah, Knicks just got rid of Kareem. Knicks just got rid of, you know, bananas <laughs> you know, over the top, you know, craziness. My take was, let's see what happens, you know. Again, the, right. the, it wasn't just trading away Porzingis. You were trading away the uh, the right to pay him uh, a max contract. A guy who who was 7'3", coming off an ACL tear, who was involved in a sexual assault allegation, who told you I don't want to be here. Um, there's a lot there. Um, and the Knicks, instead of being on the other end of trading for that guy, traded away that player and got draft pick, you know, draft capital in returns, kind of the turning point in the sense of looking towards the future and not taking on Albatross contracts. You got out from under the Tim Hardaway deal and Courtney Lee, et cetera. Obviously that, that money was earmarked for KD and Kyrie didn't come to fruition. Um, but yeah, I, again, it's just, the, the idea that, you know, you can automatically say, oh, this is a terrible trade. It's going to fail. Let's let's take a second. Let's take a step back and, and think yeah. about it. Um, again, I wasn't I, I thought there was reasons to be uh, worried about the trade coming back to bite you. And I thought there were reasons why it made sense for the Knicks to part ways with a player. Um, you know, seven, three guys just, you know, look at the history of the world, the history of the NBA players over seven foot, especially guys on the perimeter or anywhere on the floor. Um, they don't tend to age well. Um, so would he have made it through that first contract? You know, uh, that was a, that was a guess in and of a time. We know that's not the case. We know that the, the, the Mavericks thought enough of them where they dumped him for the, the corpse of Davis Bertans and his terrible contract. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where they felt. They had a young, rising, a legitimate, you know, contender for the next best player of this generation in Luca, and they just felt, you know, they couldn't, you know, move forward. And obviously, Brunson was far more important to the Mavs team than than KP was. Um, that being said, you know, if if KP was on the market again and another team wanted to roll the dice again, it's all about what you know cost uh, cost benefit right. analysis. The Knicks are still going to get the Mavs first round pick, which could be a pick in the teens from that trade this you know this upcoming season. Maybe that player turns into uh, the wing that the Knicks need, or uh, you know a, a solid backup, you know for whatever the case might be. They use that pick in a trade to get the superstar that they want. Um, so I, I thought it made sense at the time. I thought there were pros and cons. Uh, obviously, you know Dennis Smith Jr. flamed out. That was a player the Knicks were hoping kind of would be the Knicks' next next point guard. Credit to DSJ, he kind of revived his career at the start of the season there down in Charlotte. He's dealing with injuries of his own. Um, but I think if you know if you can say that that neither team won the trade, that's probably the best way to to kind of classify this trade a few years later. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's 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 you make a good point about how you know you can't just kind of judge a trade like it. Be I mean, we're always going to do it, but like yeah. so I think sometimes the over the top, like oh, this team just got fleeced and and, and stuff like that. It's hard to really say that um, when a trade happens, you know, you know right? Uh, now. Unless it's unless you're trading five first round picks for Rudy Gobert, then you can say it. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yes, it's, it's, it's problematic. But yes, unless you're doing that, you, you probably should hold off on the whole big, uh, you know, big things in terms of the proclamations. Like, again, the Knicks, the number one thing they wanted was cap room to sign a big star in the trade. Now, did that happen? No. Um, they did, though, begin to sign the nucleus that did lead them to a playoff appearance, first one in 13 years, because uh, they signed Julius Randle using that cap room. They signed, uh, 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 you know, those, some of those other veterans that were on the team, you know, uh, Todd Gibson and things like that. So it, it, it wasn't like a complete loss. Now there were some terrible signings in there. Bobby Portis didn't work out. Uh, Marcus Morris didn't work out. Um, the Dennis Smith acquisition as a trade piece, he was a bust here in New York. Very happy to see him playing well in Charlotte and, and getting the opportunity to remain in the NBA, but did not work in New York. But, you know, they did get those draft picks. And that has been one of the things I think you have to say, well, that was a plus from the deal. You know, you got uh, a 2021 uh, first round pick. I believe that was a pick they used on, uh, was that IQ or Grimes? I know they did a bunch of maneuvering. Um, I think that was IQ. Right. Uh, technically, I guess. And the other thing is Morris, they did flip for a first round pick too. Uh, right. Yeah. And they got first round pick for, for Morris. Right. And, so. and you'd rather have Randall than Porzingis as well. So, I mean, there was, there right. was you know. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, I, I don't think Knicks came out, they definitely come out bad in this trade. Like this, right. this notion that they gave up on like this, um, this, this future star that, that was going to change the franchise that didn't happen. You know, they, they, they took a, a risk. Um, it didn't necessarily turn out in terms of, you know, salary cap signing a big free agent but it came to like the guys they were able to bring in here it, it was it, no harm no foul you know and and that's really how, how you look at it with 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 kp you, you mentioned it injuries with a guy his size is, is they're going to happen unfortunately um and and you know it's it's actually unfortunate this season because i feel like this has probably been the best season he's had maybe since that all-star campaign he's had with the knicks but the only thing that seems to now be kind of nagging him again is is an ability to stay on the floor and that's just seems to be something that's always going to be a part of his career but um but yeah it's just it's just funny to me like how certain teams get judged with certain moves and how other teams do like you know the Knicks traded Porzingis and it was the world is falling and everything was awful my only issue with the Porzingis trade I've always said from the very beginning was I felt like the Knicks panicked and traded him way too fast they didn't want a PR nightmare they didn't want to deal with uh what would be uh, ugly maybe negotiations um, with other teams that maybe would have pro- prolonged for a couple of days up until the trade deadline, which as the Cavs showed and the Utah Jazz showed, hey, sometimes you may get a better deal if you just sit tight. Um, but outside of that, you talk about how these teams get kind of judged. You see how the Knicks got, you know, excoriated for that move. Where I've not heard anybody say anything about Mark Cuban letting his star point guard walk out the building for a championship contender and got nothing back. Like I've heard zero about that. And the thing that that was if Jalen Brunson was on a New York Knicks championship contender and they had Luka Doncic as, his, as the best player on the team. And uh, the, the star report guard just walked out the building, went to another team, became an all-star. And to think that the Knicks wouldn't be getting, you know, just 24 seven coverage about how terrible a move they did and how they failed their star player. Like it would be, it would be nonstop. But with 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 uh with with this Mavs uh Jalen Brunson situation, it's just crickets. Like it, it, the Mavs had the same record as the Knicks. Like think about that. 
the 23 Knicks, and 19. The, the, a Knicks team that won 37 games last year with essentially the same exact roster other than a new starting point guard. And the Mavs are Western Conference finalists last year, a couple games away from the NBA finals, and now have the same record as the Knicks. So how how valuable, if you're wondering how valuable Jalen Brunson is, there's your answer. Yeah, and, and, and this guy and goes to, to like... To let that guy, is he the best player to leave Who's a better player to leave LeBron leaving Cleveland? Like, when's the last time a player that good left the team in free agency and the and the team that lost them got zero in return? I mean, probably KD with uh with uh yeah, right. going to right. going to the Warriors. That's probably yep. the last one. But like it's it's this is like it's crazy. And I'm but, looking but, at the Mavs season. But even the Warriors got D'Angelo Russell, who they turned into Andrew Wiggins. Well, you know, like yeah, they split that into you know they, right. well, they did something. Here. Right, they got a first round pick. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I, yeah, with Russell coming in there, that's that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, is he probably LeBron? It's 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 crazy. And 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 the Knicks. And again, think about you know how teams get praised for certain moves. I mean, the Knicks <laughs> signed an All Star point guard and didn't give up anything but a twenty twenty five first round second round pick. For tampering, yeah, and you know it, it, that that signing was said. Oh, look at the Knicks; they're a joke. They think yep. Russ is going to be a star player for them. Yep. He's turned around the entire team. Yep. And again, for his credit, crickets outside yep. of New York City. Crickets. Yep. This is very funny to me. Anyway, Knicks Wizards Friday. Hopefully, Porzingis does play because it's always fun when Porzingis plays against the Knicks. Because yes. you know, Knicks fans will get up for it. the Knicks team seem to get up for it when he plays. So a and, lot of those guys haven't played with him. Uh, and just one other thing on the Wizards in the 11th, the 11th spot right now. Like, you want to put some distance between those guys. You want to obviously yes. hear the play. And now, with the Pacers, uh, uh, Halliburton was seen on crutches after last Oh, season. okay. So yeah. we'll see, you know, if, if he misses time. That's obviously a yeah, yeah, let's hope that he gets back. Um, but yeah, if he's out from that, that would be uh, really tough for Indiana to make up his production. He's everything for them. So yeah, let's pay attention to that. 